Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to Mike and Maurice's Mind Escape. Let us help you escape your mind. Folks, welcome back to Mike and Maurice's Mind Escape. We have episode number 276 tonight. A little bit of a hiatus there over the last few weeks. We apologize for the uh, delay, but um, we are finalizing the documentary and uh, it's out. We have the director's cut. It's available on our Patreon uh, for $7.77 for luck. You know, it was a lucky number. So, um, but yeah, you can go check it out on our Patreon. The link is in our link tree, or there's a direct link down below. And <clears throat> I mean, I think it's it came out great. It came out the way that I hoped it would. Um, between all the different people participating, the experiencers telling their stories, the researchers talking about their research and their knowledge, um, and yeah, uh, everybody just kind of doing their thing and adding to this, um, as well as. Maurice did an unbelievable job editing it. I mean, um, you talk about doing a lot with little, um, and, and that was it. So, like, the main thing with the documentary, and I just want to point this out, is we actually started this, um, you know, during the beginning of the pandemic. So when everybody wasn't doing anything, that's kind of when we started this. Uh, we were talking with Chris Wolford, who um, is – you know, the main focus of the, the first part of the UFO part. Um, and yeah, we just, we just snowballed it from there. Um, and, uh, kind of put, put these different pieces together. It's kind of like a combination of a working hypothesis I have about, um, altered states of consciousness being the source of all metaphysics and metaphysical experiences, and so we just translated that into a documentary. And I didn't want to do a thing where it was objective, like this for sure is happening and this is what it is or anything like that, because there's enough of those kinds of documentaries out there. So um, like I said, it, it asked more questions because I think that that's what the phenomena should phenomenon should be is us asking more questions and more intelligent questions and kind of getting at the source of what's going on. Um, but yeah, so, so again, shout out to Maurice. He did a fantastic job editing it and we're still editing it. We're going to keep editing it and, uh, kind of come up with a more refined, shorter version. Hopefully we can get on some sort of platform right now. It's at about an hour and 49 minutes running time. Um, but yeah, it's up on our Patreon. Go check it out. I also added a new logo, uh, t-shirt to our, uh, store, our merch store. You can check out the link in our link tree. 
shout out to Aubrey again. You can check out his designs. Um, he does a fantastic job. And actually, he did the animation for part of Toby's experience on the documentary, and that came out amazing, in my opinion. So, uh, But, yeah, that's kind of what we've been doing the last three weeks, and it premiered at the Roswell UFO Expo over the weekend of March 10th through 12th. Uh, shout out to Tom Reed. Um, and uh, everybody apparently loved it. We actually won an award, too. Let me see if I can pull that up, if I've got an image. Uh, that's, there we go. Um, so there it is, People's Choice Award. And, um, yeah, we're honored. Um, obviously, Maurice and I couldn't be there, but we appreciate uh, them premiering it there and then also the award and we look forward to uh having it air in the movie theater at toby's um uh film festival at the end of uh, june and early july uh called the roswell film in or the roswell incident film festival excuse me no what is it called <laughs> uh, <coughs> excuse me roswell daily record film festival okay sorry i butchered that but you were close you were close. There was a working name going on for a while, so I was confused on what it ended up being. But, um, but yeah, so look forward to that as well um, and having it in. We're trying to get out there ourselves, but have just having it in an actual movie theater and people being able to see it that way is huge. Um, and, yeah, that's it. Like I said, you can check out all the links below. Uh, I have Toby and Shane with me today. We're going to talk a little bit about their experience at the Expo. Um, but, uh, yeah, and we're going to do something, I think this Sunday night on, on the Roswell UFO symposium, which is our other podcast the links for that are down below as well. And yeah, we're just going to get into it here. So, um, I thought we would start off by just talking a little bit, um, about your, both of your experiences at the expo before we get into, uh, a little bit more about the documentary and the process and everything like that. But I just want to get a little bit of a background on what was the expo like and uh, the reception of the documentary. Obviously you guys played a huge part of both of your experiences are in it and you helped, um, you know, get, get your stuff in there. I know Shane sent me a bunch of B stock, which was huge to add in there as well. So Toby, you want to go first? Yeah. Looks like Shane's busy. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah. So I actually, was involved with getting UFO Expo up and going. And like you said, thanks to Tom Reed, it was a, it was a great event. I mean, I think they had over 400 people come through. Um, it was fun. Me and Shane had our first public speaking appearance and they, I'm sure you've seen the pictures online. They put us in like these giant thrones. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, obviously looked Shane, Shane looked about this big in it. I look like a normal person. So, <clears throat> that's normal with Shane though. Um yeah, it, it was cool. We got to hang out. Don't even Shane. <laughs> no, I was gonna say give me a second. I'm trying to tweet this out, but hey, so are we skipping Alien Con or are we saving that for something or what? Because I kind of misread. I'm all are we gonna start there and then go to Expo? <laughs> what? This guy's on a different planet. Um no, I we're talking about the we're talking about the Roswell Expo. I know we're talking about the expo right now, but we have so podcast. much in between that ties into all of this, though. That's why I'm I'm confused. Okay, well then, let Toby finish, and then you can get into the alien con if you would like. Toby interrupted me, but go ahead, Toby. 
I'm, how do I follow that, right? <laughs> uh, Shane and I made our first public speaking appearances at a conference, so that was pretty cool. Um, good crowd. The film had a really good crowd. Your documentary, uh, people really loved it. There was a lot of questions afterwards. Um, there was some issues getting the Q&A with you and Maurice going, so we weren't able to make that happen. But uh, in my film festival, July... First through the second will be at Allen Theaters here in Roswell, and it's definitely going to be showing. And I definitely hope you and Maurice can make the trip here yourselves. And I'd, I'd love to have you guys be able to take these audience questions because there were a lot. But I want to go and have Maurice answer questions just so I can throw tomatoes at him from the back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everybody, everybody was really positively receptive towards the documentary, and I think. I mean, we had people coming up to us afterwards that were like, oh, my God, your experience was so crazy. Shane went to Applebee's for the 50th time, and people were coming up to him and saying, man, the documentary was amazing. Um, I'm not sure if that happened at Buffalo Wild Wings, which was his next destination, but it definitely Look, happened at lot. Applebee's. Apparently, Shane's diet mainly consists of nachos, wings, and uh, what else was it? Toby? So Look, <laughs> there's not a lot to do there. I ain't even joking. So, um, look, the only reason I wanted to mention the Alien Con was because I really wanted to thank some people because we have an article coming out anyway. And I, I yeah. So, just Alien Con was the weekend before the Roswell Expo, and Shane and Toby both went to Alien Con too. And then the next weekend was yeah. the Roswell Expo. Go, all right, go ahead. And the only reason I really like to do this now because we won't have our other podcast, Roswell UFO Symposium. Make sure you subscribe probably before our article comes out for Alien Con. And one of the thanks and people, wouldn't it be appropriate, Toby, don't you think? You tell me. Uh, no, I don't think it would. Why'd you bring it up, Toby? Yes, I think it'd be appropriate, Toby. So I, I the only thing I wanted to fast forward back to anyway would go back to like when we started Alien Con. The reason. So we found out. Like we ended up meeting, uh, we went there as press and we ended up meeting, um, you have to history channel and A and E network employees, uh, that were outstanding. They helped us like, we're not some super press stars. Right. And we got to interview Travis Taylor, Winterton. Um, we also got to interview Nick Pope and we have an article coming out about it and it's super important. You guys should check it out because it's not just about UFOs and stuff. History, A&E, uh, Travis Taylor, Caleb Bench, Brandon Frew, all these people, they take Wounded Warrior Project, right? They do their own thing. It doesn't matter. It all goes to the same place. And it was kind of cool to interview Travis Taylor. And I got to thank him because he's always been a fundraiser. And I told him, man, there's a very real possibility your money helped me at some point. So, you know, I struggle with grief sometimes of that's a lot to try to take on trying to help veterans. This makes me feel good and anybody doing it, all these people. So I just wanted to shout them out for that. We're doing an article and we're going to talk about that a little bit. Super important. It's cool that I get to write about it and I got to be there and talk to them. And I just want to thank them. So that's all I wanted to say. We had met some great individuals there that are going to help us, I guess, further our investigative skills and all the different things that we've been learning, right? So we'll talk about that stuff later because I want to get back to the documentary because now we're at that timeline for me. So I'll tell you that I was super impressed with, when I got to see it. 
I was so impressed because at first I didn't get to see it. I mean, I got grabbed right away. When people realized it was me on the screen and they saw the videos, they immediately related. Two people related or instantly. So they grabbed me, hey, I want to show you this. And I was trying to watch it. And I was like, I was super impressed by, you know, the way it was going. And then afterwards, it just kept happening. And I think that's probably the most important part. It's not necessarily if someone says, this is awesome. People were seeing things in there, especially like I, with me and stuff like that, with the videos, they instantly just thought validation. That's super cool and super important. And then when I, I wasn't the only one that actually pointed this, I didn't have to point this out. People saw the back-to-back -back Yakima. So people, if you haven't had a chance, you need to download this film. One of the reasons legally. is this is literally legally pay. And there's reasons. It's it's part of a an ever plain, ever plain, I would say, script written by our alien overlords, right? So if you watch this. Through synchronicities, you'll see that there's a there's a doctor right before me that speaks and he talks about Yakima Valley. Then I start talking and I talk about, but the thing is when I talk and I recorded that, that's when I just found out that Yakima Valley was a hotspot when I first started learning about it. And I learned about it through UAP Med, shout out UAP Med, another thing that we do. When uh, Ron Westrom uh, was talking about it, and he was talking about books and this. And so I started researching it. And by chance, I had no clue he was in the film. So when I saw him before me and I was like, whoa, and then I popped up, I was like, whoa, this is crazy. Because even further, one of the reasons you need to kind of watch the film is in Skinwalker's the Pentagon at the end of it, Yakima Valley. I just read, no, Jared, Jedi Camper just sent me something about Yakima Valley. And so one of the important things to remember this cool is up here and you Arnold, live by yakima valley correct yeah i live in yakima valley and the stuff i've been seeing is commonplace and arnold in was it june of 47 saw essentially what i see these biologically driven whatever the hell you want to call them right is what they look like and then come to find out you want to tell them about roswell Hold on a second, dude. We're we're jumping around here. No, I'm saying it's yeah, C5, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, Yakima Valley. Yes, no, I know. Um, so Dr. Gregory is who is Dr. Gregory Little is before Shane in the documentary, and he's yes. talking about plasma and plasmoids. And Shane lives in the area where Dr. Greg was talking about, and he has videos of these plasma and these plasmoids. And I've post they're actually in the documentary. Some of Shane's own home videos. So. Uh, yeah, check that out because they're super interesting. I don't know what they are. They don't look like anything conventional to me, a plane or a drone or anything like that. Um, and it does look very orbish. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, mean, I have no idea what they are, but I don't think it's a coincidence that all that stuff's happening in the same area. Well, hold up. Let me say that I also talk about specifically a lot, like the way these things move. I use different terms. The reason I had said that is because in this doc, these series of events happen and then while we're down there recording this stuff the night i went out to get some b-roll i see e5 toby and i were there <laughs> he witnessed it 
the next night and what was it the night we premiered we premiered we went out to the to the owners and i see five and they play i called every bit of it and it was the same thing i see and record here and they were witnessing we we're all witness together like seven or eight of us over and over that same day it premiered in roswell and i was kind of like okay and then last night tell him toby you finish this what happened last night okay so <clears throat> i apologize i think i'm getting a little sick but i think uh yeah okay go ahead toby sorry i was gonna say if if it wasn't for toby i think i'd have more questions but go ahead toby <laughs> You don't have questions because I'm involved. Okay. I'm joking. I'm joking. Go <laughs> I ahead. I know. I know. Um, so we went to the co-owner of the Roswell Daily Records home. They have like uh, farmland out in the country. And they have this really cool customized bar set up in this metal building they have out back. So the plan was we were going to set up, try and see E5 and see if we could actually film these UAP that Shane sees. Because as he had said, at the hotel he was staying at, he CE5 the two nights before, and we definitely saw something that showed up on camera, but not in the actual sky. It, I mean, I can't explain it. So we're out on this farmland, and he's like, hey, you know what? He's like, they're going to come from, I think it was the west first. Yeah. And then, sure enough, he walks over the building and I hear him say something like, hey guys, I'm here. And we see this orange ball of light. And he hadn't described it to me yet, but what it does is it comes across and it's moving fast up in the sky. You know, at first you think maybe satellite. Then it starts moving and the only way I could think of describe it was like a fish. How a fish swims, you know, left to right. A real fluid motion like it's. So this thing was moving in the sky like a fish moves in water and like a fish tank or aquarium, you know, just this smooth pattern. As far as I know, satellites don't move like that. They move in a straight line. So it goes away and then next Shane says, okay, watch, it's going to come from the east. It did. So then he brings his camera out to film it and he says they usually won't show up if the camera's there and sure enough. No camera. He goes and puts up the camera. And we go outside. And I go by the side of the building where he was. He's inside now. I tried CE5. And sure enough, another one comes and starts doing figure eights. So that's that's basically what he's talking about. It was really interesting. And then <clears throat> last night, I was like, let's try and do one over the phone. You know, like, what? why not? Where I live is right by some tennis courts and the lights are on late at night. So the sky is kind of, you know, flooded with light. Um, sure enough, he's like, okay, I just tried it. Let me know when you see something. And then a minute later, I see one. So that's what he's referring to. And I think it's really cool that some of his videos were in this documentary. Because again, Mike yep. and Maurice, they, I mean, this documentary is amazing. I got His goosebumps awesome. watching my own part. I didn't even want to hear myself talk, but they presented my story so well that I know there's nobody better that I could have had tell my story or Shane's. And, you know, you guys, kudos to you. You brought together so many professionals, experiencers, different personalities that it was awesome. I think people need to watch this documentary and really get a feel for how much effort these guys have put into it because it's, it's a who's who of these fields. 
in my opinion. It was put together for and reasons what I was trying to get to in Long About Ray. We were dragged there by alien overlords. So, whatever. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, no, I, I, no, it's, that's I like a high, it. that's a high compliment. I appreciate that, Toby. And I mean, all we wanted to do initially was let people tell their story, mix in the scientific observations that have to do with that, or credible observations that have to do with those style of experiences. And then again, I, the, uh, you know, most documentaries when you watch them, there's an objective. It's to make you believe this or think this or to prove this or that. My goal wasn't to prove anything. It was to say, hey, people are experiencing weird stuff that they can't explain. There's got to be some sort of mechanism or some sort of um, way to talk about this in a way that, you know, can bring people together because, you know, terminology for some of these things, you know, you say sleep paralysis and that turns a lot of people off because they think, oh, you're trying to explain my abduction with sleep paralysis. But I think sleep paralysis could very well be a mechanism in which that contact occurs, whether there's an alien from a different dimension or it's physical or whatever the case may be. Um, I think it's important to try and understand how these things are happening and why they're happening and ask, like I said, ask good questions and that's kind of all we tried to do uh, for the most part. Um, and I, I agree. And I, I think it's fantastic that you guys did it on your own independently because so many uh, funded or studio documentaries have to have something to sell. They have to have a concept, a story they have to get across. You guys being independent filmmakers, you got to go ask people what you wanted to know. You got to let them tell their stories without any sort of expectation of, oh, it's got to hit the wow factor. You know, we got to have the X-Files music yeah. playing in the background. We have to, like, it's mm -hmm. authentic and you can really feel it when you watch it. Like you, I felt like I connected with people that were in it, you know, and it's, I mean, it, I think that's the way these things need to happen. There shouldn't be a set determined story. You guys just said, Hey, how do you feel about this, this, and this tell us your story. And then, you guys portrayed yeah. it all beautifully. There's an underlying element of this, which is I kind of used um, the Socratic method, not to manipulate people, but I asked questions where I kind of knew the answers that I was going to get from the people that were giving it to, to me. So in that way, I could craft the hypothesis or the idea of what's happening, if that makes sense. Not to say that this is happening, but just presented in a palatable way where I can relate to it. Cause I don't really see that many, I mean, look, I study philosophy, ancient civilizations, philosophy of mind, all that kind of stuff. So I kind of look at it from like a bigger picture, holistic kind of a phenomenological way. And most UFO documentaries are either about a specific case or, um, you know, the best one, as I mentioned before, is the phenomenon. I think they, you know, they present it and, you know, from the timeline stuff to, you know, the chronological order and then all that kind of stuff. So looking at that, though, it's like, okay, so aside from the phenomenon, uh, what is there in terms of you? It's just abduction stories, maybe one or two stories. And again, I'm just sick of seeing the same people saying the same things. I wanted new people, new voices, new experiences, new, you know, you're, we're, uh, everybody's, we're just people, right? Toby, you're just a person. Shane, you're just a person. Uh, you know, we don't need. Can I say one some... of the people had a comment about that? They specifically said the way you represented uh, represented experiencers and i thought so too it was so cool it was that was that was the best part and that's the whole reason i talked was like 
you're literally this whole thing was kind of my first putting it out there my stuff right and it's continuous and the way you represented us everybody talking about it non-sensationalized factual telling their story without putting words in their mouth without leading down a path of any which way except for you know exactly the experience so it's exactly what your what was your original title for this <laughs> So the original title was actually um, the experiences from UAP to DMT, and then the and whole that's why I said that. saucer co merch. And that makes sense at this thing. point to me because that's yeah. what it represents. As as everyone talks, you see the connection experiences. Doesn't mean they're seeing saucers, part all these same things, but you see a consciousness connection through all throughout this, right? And you're hearing these stories and you're hearing the variation and you're seeing the way the people are telling them and you're really realizing they're they're meaning this stuff so you're relaying everything you need to relay i thought it was super cool so a lot of people did it's pretty awesome stuff. well thanks man yeah no i mean and you know um you two have been super super helpful obviously not just getting us some last minute like b stock stuff but you know toby's been super uh proactive with you know, trying to connect people to us and these things and put us in and get it, get us in front of people. Shane's been super helpful. Same thing, getting the word out and also adding some, you know, uh, basically footage, you know, he's gotten, uh, better with his camera stuff. And I think that that's starting to show too. So having somebody being able to contribute that way, that's remotely too, is, is, is huge for what we were trying to do because as I mentioned, a lot of the footage was either, interview style um, where maybe some of the people didn't have the best camera gear or whatever they had to record themselves or whatever just because again this we started doing this early 2020 um, and so I think we were able to do a lot with again how little we had and Maurice covered up a lot of that stuff not that it's terrible or anything but it's just like you want it to look good um, and what these people are saying is so profound you don't want the quality of the video to detract from the message or the story or whatever. So that was where our creativity kind of came into play. And we had to like, how, how can we utilize this person's footage and still keep the integrity of being able to show them and let them tell their story kind of a thing. So that was kind of the tricky part at the end of it. So I thought you guys pulled it off beautifully. Like I said, by the time the end credits rolled, I, I had goosebumps there on my arm was standing up on the back of my neck. Like, you know what I mean? Like cinema can be such a magical thing, but to give people the Greatest. platform you did and to spread the information you did, I just, I was honored to be part of it, to get to tell my story and not be judged, not be told, you know, it could have been this, it could have been that. I, I, I think what you guys did was amazing. And I recommend everybody go, Pay the seven seventy seven or whatever it is and check it out because it's worth it. I'd pay thirty Thanks, for this shit. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. And uh, let me pu pull this out there though too. For that seven seventy seven, you are also getting all of our exclusive episodes that we've done with a lot of the people that are actually in the documentary, saying things that they weren't comfortable saying in front of other people, cool. uh, maybe on the main channel and stuff like that. We have tons of episodes and like. There's Randall Carlson stuff, Rick Strassman, you know, like there's tons people that aren't even in the documentary. So for 777, yeah, you get the director's cut of the 
documentary, but you also get to see a lot of our exclusive content. If you've been listening or watching our podcast, you probably see a whole bunch of new stuff you've never seen. And with that, I want to give a shout out to our new Patreons who did uh, order it so far. Britta, um, Bloomingcraft, Tea Changed, Chris Williams, uh, Jero Maza, uh, Abraxas Abramelin, Ab- Ab- Abramelin, I think, that, I don't know, it's, uh, Dawn, and Stephen Stephen App Walls um, or Wales. Um, so shout out to all those people. Thank you so much. Um, you know, <clears throat> for the I'm 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 honored that we've had the positive re- response that we have. But it's like now it comes with, like how do we get this in front of more people? I mean that's we're trying to refine more and and, and have a more refined version to to present to more people. Um, so yeah, I mean like for me. Um, I wish more people have responded to it online because I feel like it is somewhat put together compared to other things that I've seen. Um, and, um, you know, we've been, I've been on UFO Twitter for like five years now. So it would be nice to see some of those people that have voices step up and be like, Hey, check this thing out. Because I mean, I've propped a lot of people up. I've retweeted things. I've shown love to a lot of people over the years. So um, yeah, hopefully this, like I said, gets in front of more people. Um, cause there's only so much like me, you, uh, you guys, everybody connected to mind escape or Roswell or whatever. There's only so much we can do at the end of the day. It's like, do we let the people that are doing the drama out there, um, have the loudest voice or do we actually look for knowledge and, and things like that? So. Very true. Super, probably the great, the greatest collection of experiences in totality ever put into a documentary so get that for real wow i, I appreciate that shane thank you for real. well look we and me and toby <laughs> this is what's important i keep trying to say i may know, not know how to say the the words all purdy like but my point oh, is i'm a goddamn experiencer pretty hardcore all the time i can share it everywhere this was part of how i shared it Part of my videos are in there, other people's stories, and they all have similar, similar similarities, right? And they all have these. And then if you keep falling that rabbit hole, picking some of these people, let's say the doctor before me and me, and you go and watch some of our podcasts and stories and articles coming up, you tell me if some of this stuff isn't wild and connected in some ways. That's why you should watch this. This is... The beginning of Maurice and Mike's, Toby's, myself, production making of this content. And it's already amazing. I mean, the people it's going to help just getting to talk about it and put it out there for, for one, being able to talk and put your experience out there is cathartic. I remember my first podcast. Not everybody can be on a podcast. Some of these stories are so exceptional. They're almost like book moments. DW Pasolka talks about if you, uh, when you run across that moment, that's like, oh, there's a lot of those in there. When you hear other people tell those stories, it reminded me of this UFO Congress. I went to experience or in groups, sorry, <laughs> personal stuff in groups and to hearing the stories, same thing. You were like kind of taken aback. It clicked with you on some of this stuff and you could see in their eyes because the way you guys produce this, this is such quality. Because Tom Reed said, man, this is good stuff. You're watching. You're seeing everything. 
and it's being re- the, the message that's being relayed, it, it's not taken away from any of the experiences. And yet you pull your own thing from it. And what you don't get is it's a catalog of exactly what Keel talks about. Exa- and he talks about that in Trojan Horrors. He talks about that in the Eighth Tower, this vast ver- variation difference, right? And he also talks about the super spectrum, which I'll also today say is consciousness and all this type of stuff because it's all so yeah the more i figure this out this this thing here that you produce is it's pretty damn good man i'm pretty proud to be a part of it super proud i was all giggling stuff look at me up there look at me he did he giggled play, in front of everybody trying to play it cool with my sunglasses and my my wig so no one saw who i was toby posted the picture of you falling asleep to it no, I was actually tweeting that stuff out, jerk. Yeah, I was like, why would you tweet that? He's going to leave another complex. I was like, I was tweeting that shit. I was tweeting all this stuff. It was, it was good. So, um... <laughs> I'm not even going to say anything. Um, no, I appreciate that, dude. And, I mean, that's kind of what we were going for. You know, I the inspirations, I don't want to ruin anything. Obviously, we, you know, we're not going to go through anything specific, but... The inspirations behind it, well, you know, we could start with like Plato and the pre-Socratics, you know, philosophy. And then, you know, like Thomas Kuhn and paradigm shifts and um, the structure of scientific revolutions. Um, and then you get to more modern day, like fringe researchers or people that are willing to step out and say, well, this is weird. Let's look at this, you know, like our Dr. Rick Strassman, who, um, you know, the, the modern psychedelic renaissance may be not what it is if it's not if he's not doing those DMT trials in the um, 90s. Same thing, Dr. Andrew Gallimore writing this book, Alien Information Theory, kind of connecting the idea that, hey, these are alien realms and alien dimensions and these intelligences aren't, you know, so cut and dry in what they are. We don't even know what consciousness is, you know, things like that. So, there's the inspiration and then you get to the ufo stuff which is like um it's it's baffling to me that that many people have had these kinds of experiences you know from chris wolfer to toby you're you're almost crying at the end of yours toby i mean that's some emotional shit right there um shane's crazy experiences i mean you just name it we've got all sorts of people lee uh my buddy lee uh lee adams who's in it um, he was stationed on the USS Nemitz and he was also stationed in Virginia. Um, and he texted me saying, thank you so much for portraying normal people that have experienced this stuff as not as crazy or psychotic or whatever. And, and just letting people tell their stories in, in a, um, you know, an easy to digest way. Um, so that's all we're really going for, right? There's something going on. I want to know what it is. I've had my own experiences and you know, I could have, that's the other thing is I could have injected myself in this way more. I mean, I think I have a couple voiceover parts and then obviously I wrote most of it and put it together. Um, but I could have had me talking about my own experiences. I could have had more stuff. I didn't want it to be about me. I wanted it to be just about other people and then using my creativity. Like I said, using the Socratic method, asking specific questions, and having people that I think are intelligent that have interesting takes on this phenomenon kind of present their ideas in a way that can get through to people. So, Your musical number at the end was amazing, by the way. That's actually, okay, so shout out to Simplicity, which is a band from the Detroit area that we grew up with. Those are our friends. Um, 
and their song called Believe is that's that song. And um, shout out to Danny Emerson who helped score most of it during the actual documentary with all the sounds and the soundscapes and everything. But yeah, that's um, simpl- the band Simplicity. Uh, that's from the CD called Life After Life, which oddly enough is the same title as the book um, about near death experiences. I don't know if there's any connection there, but um, but yeah, so. Um, we were thinking what music could we use and we didn't want to use just something generic to, to, for the end credits. Um, and I had been listening the night before to our friend's band from high school and I'm like, oh, this would be perfect. And Maurice still talks to him and knows him. So he sent them a message and they're like, yeah, you know, go ahead. So that's where that kind of came in. But I want to give, um, I want to go through the, the credits of all of this right now. So executive producers, obviously myself, Maurice, Chris Wolford, producers, you two, two little munchkins right here, uh, Toby and Shane. Actually, Toby's not a munchkin. I saw a picture of him uh, next to Shane, but Shane is definitely a munchkin. Um, but he's a strong munchkin. I will say that he's a fighter. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold on, hold on, I hold on. No, 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 no. Well, not Wolford. I'm going to say. Okay, I've go. Mention, All right. I've had to miss his because as soon as his started, people were hearing it. I had three people grab me because they saw that I was, you know, that they thought, you know, I was a producer. Well, they thought I am producer. They thought I was a producer on it, right? And I was like, that was the cool, I guess the cool, so many people kept grabbing me during parts. Kept in, I'm saying book moments. That's what I want to say with Wolford. So thank you. That Your stuff was awesome as well. So thank you for putting this in, help putting this in the gear, all you guys. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, Toby will be back in a minute. He just had to pop out for a sec. Um, no, yeah, shout out to Chris. Obviously, like I said, he was a huge catalyst. Uh, I remember the he tweeted out something like, you know, there's all these people that produce content on UFO Twitter and UFO plat, you know, on the different platforms and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, some of the more interesting ones are people that don't really get the recognition or maybe they haven't told their story as much or they don't have their own podcast or channel or show or whatever. Um, so I remember he tweeted something out about, like, I'd like to tell my story. My health's declining. And obviously he's my friend. We're both from the Detroit area. I'm like, let's do something, you know. So that's kind of where this all originated from because Maurice and I were going to do our first documentary on near-death experiences. My mom had a classical near-death experience and i know some other people as well as you know we've talked to enough people on this podcast over the years um so that's where we were going to go and then we go in the direction of the ufo stuff which i study um obviously it's part of our show the mind escape um excuse me but you know i think that looking at where we are now um with, like I said, the landscape of things, everybody's just so hyper-focused on the government stuff and what's the government going to say, disclosure, where are the retrievals and everything like that. What about the people that are smoking DMT regularly that are talking to aliens? What about the people that, like Shane, that walk out in his backyard and can see these things, you know? So it's like stuff like that. It really irritates me that that stuff doesn't get more attention or more play. And I'm not saying that every single person that has something to say like that's credible or they're obviously people lie, people are full of shit. But one thing I'm fortunate enough to know is a lot of these people are my friends that are in the documentary. Um, and I can tell you that I, every single person I either trust or 
fully believe their story. So, I mean, it's just one of those things where, you know, I, like I said, it's just, there's a lot of BS out there and a lot of, um, could be true, could not be true. Lots of speculation. Here's something steeped in actual research. And, you know, um, I would never tell anybody to do psychedelics, obviously, but, um, if you were asking me how to make contact with something, I would say, well, my personal experiences have led me to psychoactive compounds. And I know Shane does meditation now and, and makes contacts with these. So it's like altered states of consciousness. So like, why aren't we talking about that more? Um, why is whatever got shot down out of the sky the most important thing? I'll say right now, mushrooms. I'm Hold on. Whoa, whoa. Okay. I'm, I know okay. what I'm saying is, uh, which are psychedelics, the things you were talking about, right? Like this whole experience, it's all connected. So you were talking about your original title, DMT, all these other things. You know, it's it's easy to see sometimes. And I, and I know from your perspective, because you're Mike, and we always tease you about where you stand on some of the issues. Like me and Toby were just talking. This experience, your documentary, people need to see it. Christopher Wolford's experience. I met Chris before I met you. We used to talk on the phone. Helped me a lot, man. And then all this, what if all of this kind of leads to something else? We kind of talked about that, Mike, that we couldn't, you know, we don't really talk too much about. But my point is, this does, you need to see this documentary. It's part one of some amazing stuff. Christopher Wolford. Yeah, I mean, we're going to be his, doing stuff. In the, I don't know exactly what lies in the future. I know I'll be doing, obviously, stuff with Shane and Toby. We have other creative things. Maurice, you know, we all have, more dancing. you know, more ideas. And, um, you know, for me, it's going to be mind escape stuff, too. So I'm sure I'll be doing a lot of the UFO stuff with Toby and Shane. Uh, and I'll also be doing non-UFO stuff projects that, kind of like I said fit into the bigger picture and also just the themes of what mind escape is sticking true to like what we talk about on the show so um but yeah I want to get to the credits so as I mentioned executive producers myself Maurice uh Chris Wolford producers Shane and Toby uh I narrated it uh director of photography is Maurice editor Maurice uh, videography, Maurice did some, I did some, Shane did a little bit, which was super fucking helpful towards the end when we needed some B-stock, which came in big time. Um, animation, Toby's part was animated by this kick-ass animator, Aubrey Nearing. Uh, Aubrey is on Twitter. I have uh, his link down below. Um, he also made our, our logo, so if anybody needs any logo or animation work or whatever, Aubrey's awesome so um let's see music uh again simplicity is the end credits song the song's called believe um and the rest of the the thing was scored by um our buddy danny emerson shout out to danny um and then cast uh this is the order of appearance in the documentary chris wolford uh then dr gregory little who's an author and psychologist and a whole bunch of other things. Um, Shane is next. Uh, Lee Adams, then Ian J. Did, then Toby, 
then Dr. Michael Masters, who is a biological uh, anthropologist uh, and professor at Montana Tech. Um, John Hogan, who's actually Maurice and I's uncle, which is kind of an interesting part of it. Um, Anthony Tyler, uh, who is the host of Black Hoodie Alchemy. He's also an author. He wrote uh, Dive Mind and uh, or uh, Dive Manual and Hunt Manual. Um, and uh, he's a super cool dude. I actually was just on his podcast last week, too, so you can check that out. Um, let's see here. Um, Leah Prime. Leah's obviously co-hosted a bunch of episodes with us. Shout out to Leah. Um, Daniel Allen Jones. Daniel's awesome. He was at the expo. Uh, him and Chase were, God knows what they were doing, eating or smoking frogs or something. Um, Soraya Azkath. Uh, who is the host of Where Did the Road Go podcast, uh, isn't it? Martin Freddy, who's the host of the Alchemical Mind podcast. Matthew Roberts, shout out to Matthew. Matthew was uh, stationed on the USS Roosevelt, um, you know, when the gimbal video was taken. Uh, he also wrote the book Initiated. Um, Dan Zetestrom, who most people might know is the signal on Twitter. Shout out to Dan. I know he's, I think they're in Columbia right now shooting their documentary, uh, phenomenology. Um, PD Newman, who PD's obviously been on the show a lot, uh, lately. Uh, he's an author, um, and he studies entheogens. Shout out to PD, uh, Laird Scranton. Um, so this one, this one, um, Shout out, special shout out to Laird, and I hope he recovers. He had a um, he had a emergency medical situation, which I think now he's feeling better. But um, shout out to Laird, sending you love and vibes, man, and uh, hopefully you have a speedy recovery. And uh, I messaged back and forth with him, and uh, he's just a super kind, awesome dude. And if you haven't checked out Laird's books, please do. Um, anything on the Dogon and symbolism and ancient cosmology. Uh, he's a really knowledgeable guy. Uh, Dr. Rick Barnett, we've had him on the podcast before. Uh, he's a uh, psychologist, and he works with people with like psychedelics and mental health stuff and addiction stuff. Uh, shout out, special shout out to Andrew Gallimore, Dr. Andrew Gallimore, who wrote um, Alien Information Theory and Reality Switch Technologies, which is his latest one. Um, and like I said, he's partially inspiration behind this whole thing, and we used him a decent amount in the DMT part. Um, yeah, can't say enough about his work and his research and just open-minded but credible, um, interesting stuff. Uh, shout out to Aaron Voot, who's been longtime friend and listener, and he's an author. Um, you can check out all of Aaron's stuff. Uh, but yeah, he's in the documentary as well. Um, Christy Myers, who, uh, she runs this place called Flow Integrative. It's a ketamine clinic in California. Actually, I think it's the first psychedelic, um, clinic that takes insurance, if I'm not mistaken, which is kind of crazy. Um, Jack Napier, who Jack is the, uh, he runs the channel Trip Whip on, um, on YouTube. And he's a super, super thoughtful, interesting guy. We've had him on the podcast a bunch in the past. So check out him, all these people we've actually had on the podcast. So, uh, if you've seen the documentary or you like the documentary at some point, all those people have been, uh, on the podcast. Shout out to Dick, <laughs> shout out, uh, to Dr. Rick Strassman, 
uh, who super kind with his time and, um, you know, his, all of his research and everything again, huge inspiration and, um, you know, basically getting us to the point where we are now with some of the scientific aspects of the psychedelic stuff. Um, Paul Duvall, who's one of the one half of, uh, Dreaming Jaguars and the other half, Justin Gale, both amazing shout out to them. And if you haven't checked out Dreaming Jaguars and you like the psychedelic and DMT and machine elf stuff, check out their channel. And yeah, that's pretty much it. That was the order of, uh, appearance and all the credits. And I just want to say thank you to everybody. Um, Toby, give me a thumbs up if you're ready to come back. Yeah. Okay. I thought he texted you, didn't he? Um, maybe. I wasn't looking at my phone. Uh, but yeah, just shout out to all those beautiful people uh, that shared either their experiences or knowledge or both. Um, and Don't do it, Shane. Shane's got some machine elves in his video. Wait, what? Wait, wait. You're beautiful, what doing? Shane. You know what I, yep, that's, I already beautiful. did it. Dude. You said it too late. He said it, so I said it. Sorry, Mike. Whatever. Um, no, but that's pretty much that's pretty much the gist of it. Um, I don't want to give too much um, of it away. Not that there's like some plot or anything like that, but um, I do think when you hear a lot of these stories, they will be unique. Um, and also, you'll notice, you know, crossover or similarities between these and other ones you've heard in the past, and. You know, that's kind of the goal is to, to get people talking about things and connecting and, oh, that was kind of the same here or that one was a little bit different like this or whatever, you know. So um, right now you have people fighting about whether a balloon's a balloon or not or whatever, and here's real people having all these insane, crazy experiences that defy what we know about the mind and consciousness and everything like that. So, again... Um, I hate that this is like the outside the box take on this stuff, I guess, but I guess that's just what it is. Maybe we need to bring shine the light on it a little bit more. But at the end of the day, um, you know, you can fight with, I'll, I'll debate anybody anywhere. Everything, all of this is all consciousness based. There is no nuts and bolts. If we, if we did not exist, um, you could make the argument that maybe these things still do exist. But what we know about matter and energy and the way things vibrate at certain frequencies and everything, most of things are made up of nothing. It's just vibration and frequency and energy. And knowing that and the way we measure things and interact with things, there's no way that the phenomenon isn't consciousness-based because we have to use our consciousness to interact with it and observe it. So, I agree, and I'd like to say, Toby, you need to tell Philip to calm down. Uh, we don't know who is Philip the alien you guys met. No, I'm gonna say that. Oh, I'm look, everyone. This documentary included these projects. Mike, like he said, he has his hands in some cool stuff, so check it out. But I think sometimes people, I retweeted this, and somebody's like they're upset because they think we're slacking on some other stuff. Toby, they're calling Toby out at least, and I'm like. I, and it's all because of this documentary. That's what I was trying to explain earlier. So kudos. Thanks for the good the and the bad. 
I don't know what the hell's going on right now, but we'll talk more. We'll talk more about it later. It's funny. I have no okay. clue either. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Toby's yes, getting you, called out yes, as we do. speak. Ooh. No, uh, the phone calls we were getting down there, like, oh, okay, okay. We okay. need to be on some immediate stuff, and well, because I retweeted us talking about this. Shane and Toby or, talked to the person that was calling. I, I, I Eric, think you're uh, a fraud, Toby. <laughs> Eric. <laughs> You're beautiful. <laughs> Eric Weinstein, they were talking, the, they're, you're getting the same calls. Eric Weinstein's going to wish ass. he was involved in this documentary. Everybody plays their part in disclosure, including Maybe Mike we can get him in there. So, but damn. This is good stuff. Well, like I said, that was my spiel on the whole thing. I don't know if either of you have anything to add to it. I, at some point, I'm going to get Maurice. Uh, we'll have Maurice on here for him to talk about, you know, because he had obviously had a huge hand in this and the editing aspects of it and everything like that. Are going to let like him that. speak? No, I'm not going to. I'm on team speak. let Maurice speak, by the way, people. He's allowed to talk as much as he wants. Not my fault if he doesn't have anything to say sometimes. I'm so. the only one with a ban. Um, <laughs> no, but no. Uh, we'll do an episode with Maurice like we this one where we talk about all this stuff sometime in the future. Obviously, he's busy. He's still editing stuff as well as personal life stuff, you know, going on. So, um, but yeah, um, is there anything else you guys want to add um, to this or maybe the expo or anything like that? Just check out Wounded Warrior Project, donate. Um, can Toby, you want to give them the name of uh, their Caleb and Travis Taylor's? Do you remember that? It was the the run, right? So you can donate to any of the links. I don't care. Go to uh, the Twitter, find any of them, any Wounded Warrior Project, anything that goes to veterans. You can argue all day long that it, it should go to better. But as someone who's been saved by that very money, I can't tell you anything other than it's the greatest shit I've ever experienced. So Toby's going to have a Roswell incident coming up. They're going to be a what there? Are you Are you talking about the Murph Challenge? I think that's what they do. Yes, what the Murph called? Challenge is what they do. Okay. Yeah, no, we'll be raising uh, money for Wounded Warrior at my Can event. we start it's one for be... Shane called the Smurf Challenge? <laughs> Wounded Smurf. <laughs> I was going to say I saw a picture of Ben in that chair, and I thought, I thought if he's that little in that chair, man, I must have been itty-bitty. Um, no, that, that all sounds awesome. Yeah, please donate to uh, Wounded Warrior. They helped Shane tremendously. That's why he's still here or I'm sure part of the reason why he's still here. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, um, look, uh, I don't think anybody's um, under any guise that there's people coming back from the military and war and all. They don't, you know, they obviously have issues um, from what you went through, through addiction and being homeless on the streets and stuff like that. I, th You have to... We have to start helping these people somehow. Um, you know, they're coming back. They're putting their lives on the line. They should at least be compensated. So whether we got to go through the government or whatever, we got to figure out this thing, get this thing fixed. Um, and, and you can start by at least donating and having that go towards something today. So um, we'll send Shane to Washington at some point. Shane goes to Washington. So We sent him to Congress, but it was the wrong one. Oh, I'm going to Washington. Trust me, I already he, got that. Plan he, too. All their heads explode from from his eye. He's got the, those insane, crazy eyes. He just pierces I'm going them. To Washington <laughs> for multiple reasons. I got to talk to some senators for multiple reasons, actually. Okay. Veterans, experiencers, uh, VA. Well, I think you should. I think you're you're an embodiment of somebody. 
yeah, you're an embodiment of somebody that was in war, came back, was super fucked up. Your life was shit. Um, and you literally had the will, um, to help yourself. Um, which I'm sure a lot of people don't, that's how you don't get out of that is you don't have that will or that, that drive to, to move on with your life or get yourself clean or whatever. So, and I've, I've experienced addiction in my own family and loss in my own family and stuff like that too. So I, it's definitely near and dear to my heart. I have mental health issues as well. So again, all these stuff, all these programs stuff, they make sense to me. So. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree. And like I said, we'll be raising money for wounded warrior during the event. It's going to be in Roswell, June 30th to July 2nd. We're hoping to get like a wounded warrior booth. I think is the plan. I put a poll out on that. That's, that's what people wanted on Twitter. I put out a poll. It was either Shane jumps the Roswell daily record on a motorcycle or a Duncan. People went with the Duncan booth. I would straight do a dunking booth. You're gonna have a, you're gonna have to have a surgeon on hand to give him a, a hip replacement the second he gets off jumping on the motorcycle. <laughs> I, <laughs> I got this, bro. Mini evil can evil. <laughs> um, I'm sure, we'll do it. I guess do it. Start buy your tickets. But no, but seriously, yeah. The the best way to you know support all that stuff, wounded warrior. Um, you can check out our podcast at uh, Roswell UFO Symposium. I have the link tree link down below. We're going to be picking up episodes again here now that uh, they're done going to the, the uh, events and festivals. And I'm kind of winding down with the documentary stuff. So we're going to start doing podcast episodes again. Mind Escape's going to be coming back. I have a bunch of awesome episodes lined up with different guests regarding UFO stuff psychedelic stuff you name it we've got all sorts of interesting stuff coming up um and yeah again look for a more refined version at some point on a platform we're still trying to figure that out but that's why i wanted to release the director's cut because so many people were asking uh i wish some of those people would find the patreon link that were asking me before but uh, aside from that um i do appreciate everybody that has seen it because a decent amount of people have seen it and i want to give a special shout out to my family like my mom has no interest in any of these things and she watched it and she said it was awesome and she was super proud of me and stuff so i love you mom thank you uh shout out to my dad same thing he's kind of gotten into the ufo thing i actually saw an orb with him a couple years ago pretty much my only day-to-day consciousness uh, experience with the phenomenon so um he's he's loved it so yeah uh shout out to my family who's been super um you know supportive of all my creative endeavors whether it be the podcast stuff before that it was bands and playing in bands and all that kind of stuff um so yeah I'm, I'm very fortunate and i understand that and uh anytime you can support creativity whether it's somebody in your family friends somebody online support creative people um they're doing stuff that most likely is either original or as close to original as possible um and they deserve your support so um and what else um yeah and again shout out to maurice uh he's my cousin in real life and we've been best friends since we were kids as well on top of being blood and we just work well together um again we'll do an episode him and i about this at some point but uh we've been in bands together you know when you play in a jam band and you're improving and you understand the person's next move or something you can learn how to communicate even without actually communicating and that's the kind of vibe that we we're on that same wavelength when we do creative stuff together so 
even though there was some challenges uh, with the documentary, we were, we weren't, we never actually got in a fight about anything. I think we both got nervous at different points, but um, we just work well together. So shout out to Maurice um, for, you know, putting all the time and effort into that. I know he's got a lot of stuff going on in his life. So, but yeah, that's pretty much it. And again, shout out to Toby, Shane, you guys have been super helpful in different ways and uh, couldn't do it without either, either one of you. And it's, this is a, even though Maurice and I were the two main people working on this, it did, there was like a little bit of a team behind the scenes, which I appreciate. And I don't think we could have done this without that. So um, I'm amazed at what we've put together and at the same time, uh, excited for future projects, being able to shoot everything in 4k, uh, with drones and high quality cameras and stuff, stuff we didn't have access to when we started doing this initially. So maybe not Shane in 4k. <laughs> Shane hasn't been in 4k all episode, but other than that. Yeah. I just for... want to say thanks for including me. Um, it was an honor. You guys did such an amazing job. I couldn't be more proud of how it came out, and I I can't wait for more people to see it because the production values, the directing, everything, it's just, it's all top-notch. And to actually see myself up there on the screen was, man, it it was really awesome. My wife and my granddaughter were actually there with me watching it. So just to see the look on my granddaughter's face when she saw me up there telling the story, she was just like... That's you, Grandpa. It was so cool, and I can't wait. That's awesome. To show it in the movie theater. July that's awesome, and man. Second. Yeah, and that's it, it was. Dude, that's the way you do it too. You know, you got to show the younger generations. Look, you know, you can do this. You can be creative. You can put yourself out there, and you know that kind of a way. So, but I appreciate that, man. That's nice. Super nice. I'm I'm honored to be included in it, and I know Shane is too, even if he's on his iPad the whole podcast. <laughs> Look, I was tweeting this stuff, but anyway, it was. And also, I'm super tired. I didn't sleep for last night very well for reasons. So, but I, I yeah, we're we're gonna wrap. We'll wrap it up. Amazing. Right no, yeah, we don't need to wrap it up. I was just letting you know. I'm no, no, we're going to wrap it up. I wanted to keep this one short. I just wanted to kind of get back into the swing of things. We haven't done an episode in a couple of weeks, so I just wanted to uh, let people know the documentary is available. Um, and if you want to watch it, just click on the Patreon link below. Um, and for everybody that either can't spend the 777 or don't want to or whatever the case may be, uh, we're going to try and get it out there at some point for either suit like way cheaper or on a free platform. So um, I don't know the one that'll be though. So if you do want to watch it, I do recommend watching the, uh, the Patreon because I just don't know um, when that's going to be. So, I mean, it, it's worth it. That's less than Shane spends on nachos a day. So <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, that's it's the awesome. same amount as a kid's meal or whatever. Uh, so for three hours of, or three years of creativity that went into that, I think people can, you know, they can do it. Pull together. It. Well, um, you can tell you can tell it's a passion project. You can tell you can. Well, feel I appreciate it when you that. Watch it. You can this whole it. thing's been a passion project. My whole last five years of researching and knowledge and reading books been a passion, and I think that that's why, you know, we all came together too. Like I can tell, Toby's passionate. Shane's passionate. They're not full of shit. They're not out there 
speculating about dumb shit. They actually have something to offer. Um, and I think that that's why we work so well together and why we're friends because even if I don't agree with Shane on something or we don't believe the same thing or whatever, it doesn't matter because I know at the end of the day, we do agree on some of the more core fundamentals of, you know, what's going on or whatever. So, um, but yeah, I, I love you both and I appreciate you both helping and I'm, you know, as, as honored as you are to be in this, I'm honored that, um, you know, you've shown the interest and the, the dedication to help in, in different ways. So, um, like I said, it, it doesn't go unnoticed and it's not, um, something that we take lightly. So, and I know Maurice thanks you as well. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's it. And again, click on the Patreon link below, um, if you want to watch it. And you also, if you do, if you do subscribe to our Patreon, you will also get, and I will mention this again, a whole catalog of episodes that are not on any of our other platforms, um, as well as access to our discord for different tiers. And, um, yeah, I gave all the people a shout out that, uh, subscribe to, which I will continue to do. And yeah, that's pretty much it. That's all I've got. And any, either of you have anything else before we uh, get out of here? We're good. All right. Well, let's end it on that. Uh, we love everybody. Stay safe out there and, uh, we'll catch you next time. Peace.